Welcome everyone to Wisdom for a Crazy World, your trusted source for 21st century common sense. We hope you're having a great day, but just in case you're not, our host Tom McQueen is about to make it a lot better. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. And now, it is my privilege to introduce to you one of the most popular podcasters on any network, award-winning author and speaker, Tom McQueen. Hello, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, your host for Wisdom for a Crazy World. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back. We have a great show today. I got a real nice uh, email during the week from a woman named Lenora in Palo Alto, California. And she wrote to me and said that she had listened to the episode I did on three tools for raising happy, successful, well-adjusted children. And she said, you know, I, I implemented those tools recently. And for these past several weeks, things have gotten better. Well, I'm happy for you, Lenora, and not only am I happy for that, I'm certainly happy that you listen uh, to our podcast, and I hope that advice is working well in other families, uh, too. Our episode today is uh, going to be a periodic episode throughout the course of the year. The episode today is entitled, What Did Jesus Mean When He Said, and then fill in the blank. What I find happening and what I hear from people in my local area and throughout the country is, you know, they go to church and uh, it's time for the sermon or the homily and the minister gets up or the pastor or the priest or whoever it is. And sometimes it's a vibrant, enriching, practically applied sermon or homily. And, and that's what people are looking for. They need that type of uh, guidance and, or whatever you want to call it, coaching or advice. Uh, to get them through the week and to help them understand the scripture. But in many other places, they tell me it's not. It's just a recitation of a theological principle or an, or an explanation of a theological principle that has really nothing to do with what they face, the challenges they face on a day-to-day -day basis. So in these shows that we'll have periodically of the same uh, title, What Did Jesus Mean When He Said?, we're gonna take some of the stories of the scripture and show you how that they can be practically applied in your daily lives because uh, faith is certainly important to me as I know it is to our listeners. And I know that we need that type of encouragement. We need that type of guidance. I need that type of encouragement. I need that type of uh, guidance. I'll give you a good example. The church that I attend is uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, which is in Newport Ritchie, Florida, and the pastor there, Father Eric, is one of those priests who, when he gets up to preach, uh, gives me food for thought, gives me something to think about, gives me something to want to apply in my life on a daily basis. But then again, I've been to other churches where I leave asking myself, wow, what did that minister say? Well, what was that priest talking about? And we deserve more than that because the scripture is so rich and so rich in stories that can be practically applied in our lives. Um, and we wanna make a contribution to that scripture as a part of our show. So the first uh, scriptural story that we wanna talk about today is the story of when Lazarus died. And that's in all of the gospels. And uh, Lazarus, of course, was uh, a very 
good friend, we would say a best friend of Jesus. And when Jesus heard that Lazarus had died, he stopped what he was doing during his public ministry. And he said, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go see Lazarus's two sisters, Martha and Mary, and be with them. And so the first lesson in that is that Jesus demonstrating to us how important it is in times of sadness, in times of loss, and in times of grief, when it's possible to be with those people that are mourning and grieving. And that's exactly uh, what Jesus did. And secondly, and this is so important, and we'll talk more about this after the break, but when Jesus actually went to the tomb where they buried Lazarus and told the guards to roll back the stone, what happened after that is remarkable in terms of how practically it can be applied to our daily lives. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break and tell you exactly uh, what Jesus said that most people don't remember. So we'll be back after the break. Once again, I'm Tom McQueen, your host for Wisdom for a Crazy World. And our contact information again is 800-748-7131, American Family Foundation at AOL.com. We'll be right back, my friends. Hang in there. Every parent wants a well-adjusted, happy and successful child. And schools can only do so much. The rest, mom and dad, is up to you. Tom McQueen is not only a best-selling author and sought-after speaker, he's worked with hundreds of families as a marriage and family therapist and he's coached great parents just like yourselves in his seminars throughout the United States and Canada. Tom's newest seminar, Teach Your Children Well, will give you the critical tools you need to encourage and inspire your children to become the best version of themselves. For more information on Tom's schedule and how you can attend his Teach Your Children Well seminar, call Tom at 800-748-7131. It will be one of the best parenting decisions you will ever make. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World in our special episode today entitled, What Did Jesus Mean When He Said? And I told you that we would be having several episodes like this throughout the course of the year on the public ministry of Jesus and how we can practically apply those stories to our daily lives and use them to enrich us as instruments of God's peace. And we were talking today about the story of Jesus uh, visiting the the sisters of Lazarus upon his death. He went to see Martha and Mary and the first lesson for us was that great uh, exercise of compassion uh, that he showed to them by being there for them and consoling them. But before the break, we were talking about uh, Jesus then reaching the tomb where they had buried Lazarus and telling the soldiers to roll back the stone. We hear hymns about that today in churches when we go, about that great miracle of rolling back the stone and Jesus saying, Lazarus, come forth. And that's about what we remember. But what we don't remember is what Jesus said next. And what Jesus said after Lazarus come forth, when Lazarus was actually standing there before Jesus, 
is so important for us in terms of our own lives and the power that we have to influence others positively. And what he said was, he told the guards, unwrap him and let him go free. Unwrap him and let him go free. Unwrap him from the bondage of death and let him experience life again. How many people do you know or how many people have you encountered who are bound by emotional pain or physical pain or spiritual pain that you could help or assist and help them unwrap themselves from that pain? That's what we mean by being instruments of God's peace. Does it mean making a miracle happen, like raising someone from the dead? Of course not. We don't do that. Of course, cynics say that there is no such thing as miracles and that miracles don't happen. I would vehemently disagree with that. Uh, a miracle happened here yesterday in, um, in our area where WTSP reported that a school resource officer was in a school making his rounds and when he was interviewed, he said, you know, I, I just had this thought that I needed to go back to the school cafeteria. So he walked back to the school cafeteria, not something he would normally do at that time of day. And in the cafeteria, there was a three-year-old boy who had just had a piece of cinnamon bread and was choking on that cinnamon bread. And he performed the Heimlich maneuver and saved the boy's life. It wasn't the first time he had done that, but he had used his training to save that boy's life. He unwrapped him from the pain of death before it happened. That is a miracle by anyone's standards. How did he know to do that? To me, that was the voice of God telling him to go back in there and help that young man. That's how God speaks to us. And whether we accept it or not, God speaks to us every day to reach out to those who are hurting, to reach out to those in need and to be there for them. And that to me, when we talk about the death of Lazarus is the most important lesson that we can take away from that. The role that we have today in our world, in our families, in our businesses, in our communities, to be those soldiers, those soldiers of Jesus Christ, who are present to those in need and who unwrap them from the pain that they are experiencing or walk with them through that pain until they get to a better place. So when we come back, I have a special prayer that I want to share with you that will close our program that was given to me yesterday by a very beautiful 100-year-old woman named Teresa. So thanks for listening today, my friends. Hang in there. I want you to hear this last segment, and we'll be right back after the break. Parents always want the best for their kids. They want them to be the best versions of themselves and have every opportunity available and all the knowledge and tools necessary to have a successful and fulfilling life. Tom McQueen, the award-winning author and speaker, has an amazing program available to parents and grandparents that can make a big impact on the lives of their kids. If you have just 90 minutes to invest in your children, then do not miss this amazing opportunity. Tom focuses on giving kids the life skills they 
they need to be successful, to help them navigate the world positively and with direction. This is a very important presentation and one no parent should miss. It is a game changer. To learn more, visit AmericanFamilyFoundationInc.com. That's AmericanFamilyFoundationInc.com. Or call 1-800-748-7131. 1-800-748-7131. AmericanFamilyFoundationInc.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. Wow, the time goes by so quickly on these podcasts. And today we talked about what Jesus meant when he said, and I shared the story with you about Lazarus and the practical applications that that story has for us in the real world, that we can really be instruments of God's peace. So when Jesus told the guards at the tomb to unwrap Lazarus and let him go free, it was just like speaking to us. There are people wrapped today in shrouds of um, emotions and mental anguish and issues that they seem to have no control over. And we can be a presence for them to help them and guide them and enrich their lives. And that is certainly our role as Christians. This week I had the privilege of bringing communion to a 100-year-old friend of mine who was uh, a hospice patient that I visited some time ago when I was a was a hospice chaplain. Her name is Teresa, and Teresa always likes to give me a little gift when I come, and she's such a special person. So, uh, on the visit yesterday, she presented me this prayer, and I know that you know that I typically end our podcast with a prayer, so I'm going to end this with Teresa's prayer. So thank you, Teresa, and the prayer is entitled "A Prayer for You." I said a prayer for you today, and no God must have heard. I felt the answer in my heart, although he spoke no word. I didn't ask for wealth or fame. I know you wouldn't mind. I asked him to send treasures of a far more lasting kind. I asked that he'd be near you at the start of each day to grant you health and blessings and friends to share your way. I asked for happiness for you in all things great and small, but it was for his loving care I prayed the most of all. And that's what I pray for you today, my friends, that God is always with you, that you realize his grace in your lives, and, you, and that you will continue to be every day instruments of his peace in the world. Many blessings to you and your family. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Love you guys.